Hello and welcome to another episode of The Wannabe Entrepreneur, the podcast about what's really like to bootstrap a company. Today, hopefully, it will not be a very long episode because I'm here in Lagos, the south of Portugal, and uh, I brought my laptop to work, but I'm also spending some holidays with my family. So I still want to go to the beach at least in the afternoon. Let's see if I can make that happen. Lagos, by the way, is also becoming a very indie place with a lot of remote workers and indie makers coming here. It's very hipster, really nice. And as I told you, I'm used to come here every summer. And it's nice to see these kind of transformations in the cities where you see that cities are becoming more than just a, a tourism place. And uh, there's people actually considering living here the full year. And because of that, there's a lot of uh, restaurants and industry developing. It's really, really cool. So yeah, in today's episode, I want to share with you a couple of interesting things that happened last week. I did some experiment with LinkedIn where I sent 50 cold messages. And uh, yeah, I will let you know what are the results. I also had an interesting situation with the Indie Hackers website that I want to tell you about. And last but not least, I will also be speaking about probably one of the biggest achievements I've had so far, which was my highest paycheck ever on uh, since I started my indie making uh, journey. So I want to share all of this with you. Let's get started with today's episode. So as I told you, I'm always trying to come up with ways to get new visits on my website, people coming to my website. And if you remember the last uh, freestyle episode I did, I told you about my conversion rate, 1% for the community, and uh, I need 100 people coming to my website to get one new member in the community, which, I mean, it does not seem a lot. But the way I'm getting users at the moment, it's been indie hackers, it's been Twitter, and it's a lot, a lot of work. I've been also trying SEO. Uh, actually, I, I kind of um, challenged myself in the month of July to reach 10 users per month coming from SEO, which I, I didn't fully reach, but uh, it was kind of okay. I have an average of uh, six users per day coming through SEO. And uh, because, uh, I think I told you this, because Peter Levels was featured on the first My First Million podcast, I got a lot of people coming and uh, searching for Peter Levels and finding my website, finding my interviews, and also finding the blog post I wrote about the lessons I learned from interviewing Peter Levels. And because of that, I got a lot of SEO traffic coming. And if you follow me on Twitter, I, I recently shared a post where you can see the huge bump I got on SEO because of that. But yeah, I've been working on SEO because I really believe that's the best way in the future to, to get users. And I have a great example with Changeit. My first project, and if you are an early or an old listener of this podcast, you definitely know Change It. And now, because of one blog post in particular, I'm actually getting 100 to 150 people coming to my website every day without doing anything. So if you think about my conversion rate for the community, the WB space, which is 100 people, one new member. If I had this going, I would have about one new member every day without having to do anything. And that's definitely what I want to achieve. So I've been trying a lot with different blog posts and again, LinkedIn 
And uh, no, sorry, not LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn, this is actually what I've tried now. So Twitter and Indie Hackers. If it's not SEO, if it's Twitter and Indie Hackers, I need to spend a lot of time. About two hours per day, I spend basically creating content in these platforms. And I wanted to try something different. I wanted to try maybe a different target, try to see if I could get a better conversion rate. And if you remember my my interview with Killiam, he told me that he was able to get a lot of traffic from LinkedIn, a lot of paying customers from LinkedIn. And he back then used a lead generation platform that basically allows him to find a lot of people on LinkedIn and send automated messages. And I thought, okay, I don't want to pay for that platform by now, but I want to try it. I want to send 50 cold DMs on LinkedIn or connections, actually, how it works that you send a connection and then you send a note with that connection. And when they accept your connection invite, they will get a message and they can answer you. So I basically went around and tried to find developers because I'm really convinced that there are so many developers out there with side projects that would benefit from the community that, yeah, I believe that they are my target users. So here's the message I sent to Sylvia, one of the 50 people I reached out to. Hey, Sylvia, how are you? Smiley face. I run a community for wannabe entrepreneurs, quote unquote. Most of the members are devs that want to make money from their side projects and we help each other get there. Is this something interesting to you? And that's it. Very simple, very to the point. I don't share any link. I don't want to be a spammer. I just want to ask if they're interested. So I sent this to Sylvia and to 49 other people, people from Spotify, people from, uh, I don't know, Meta, all these top tech companies. And uh, I want to tell you the results. Get ready. They were shit. (laughs) Yeah, they were actually really, really terrible. From these 50 messages I sent, I only got actually three people accepting my connection. Uh, Oh, I just noticed that one more accepted my connection. So four people accepted my connection, but no one answered. No one answered my message. I tried to follow up and ask them, if they had read my messages, by the way, this is a pro tip and uh, you you want to always follow up your messages. If people do not answer you in the first time, send the second messages and most of the time this works because I guess people just take you more seriously. They were like, okay, they really want my answer and they feel that like they are failing towards you if they don't answer you. So this is kind of a side note. Always, always send a second message. But yeah, unfortunately, it didn't work. I know on Twitter, people were telling me that 50 messages are not enough. But yeah, to be honest, even on my statistics, I was was trying to see if I got a few people from LinkedIn in the last seven days. Uh, But no, not a lot of people came came to my website. Uh, Oh, actually, I'm checking now. It's eight. Eight people came from LinkedIn, but I don't think they came from the messages. They just came from the posts that I share sometimes. So, yeah, that was my experience with with LinkedIn. It didn't work really well. But uh, to be honest, I think that it's just a matter of just keep on pushing. And I still use LinkedIn as a way to, because I have a big network, as a way to just post sometimes about my projects. And uh, it's probably a, a social network that I should explore more. So I will let you know if I end up doing that. Now, the second topic I want to speak with you about 
is what was it i kind of forgot oh yeah indie hackers indie hackers website oh this is this is an interesting one i would love to hear your thoughts on this so as i told you indie hackers is the best source of targeted users on my website every day i have people coming from indie hackers to my website and some of them end up converting i can even tell you that uh, in the last seven days i got let me actually see it here 146 people from indie hackers and of course that people that use indie hackers are indie hackers which are my target group most of the times so this is really really great great a great platform for me to get users and the way i do it i have two main ways to get traffic from indie hackers the first one is just sharing posts writing posts about my journey and this is something that takes more work and sometimes just doesn't work out because uh, I don't have enough upvotes or something like this. So it's a little bit connected with um, with luck if people see my post, if people upvote it or not. And then the other way, which has been the best one, I recommend everyone doing this, is answering comments and plugging my community and my projects there. So every day I scan Indie Hackers website and I try to see some interesting posts, posts that I want to read, posts that I want to contribute to. And then what I do is I answer and I kind of plug my community. For example, if someone asks, what is your MRR or how is your MRR been growing? And I say, well, for the WB space, my MRR started with 100 bucks and now it reached 700, something like this. So I always say for the WB space or the WB members, I try to introduce it like this. For me, I don't think it's very spammy, especially because Indie Hackers allows you to do markdown. So you you won't see the link. You just see a highlighted word and then you can click at it on it or you, you can also not click. It's up to you. And a lot of people do click. So they, they kind of are interested, I guess. So that, that's been one of my main ways to get paying customers and, and users to my website. Now... It's already the second time. It happened already a few months back, but now it happened again. When a mod reaches out to me and says, Tiago, some people have been complaining that you are kind of spamming. Can you please stop sharing your links while you answer your uh, your comments? And and this time I was very honest. Uh, I, I, I really like indie hackers. I don't want to damage the platform, but I told them, to be honest, the reason why I every day come to the platform and try to create value and create posts is also... I also have a little bit selfish reasons. It's it's a business, right? So I want to bring people to my projects. I I told the him actually that um, the the moderator that I didn't think those were spam because a lot of people were clicking on it because uh, I never got any direct complaints and because I I really put some time in in writing proper valuable returns uh, answers. So he told me that he, he would need to kind of evaluate with the team to see if it, this was okay for me to continue or not. But he did say that uh, a couple of people reported me as spam and I do have some down votes on Indie Hackers. I never noticed that, to be honest. But actually on, on comments on Indie Hackers, like Reddit, you can have down votes. And if you get minus down votes, then your, um, your comment is not shown anymore. And then I was actually checking and I saw that uh, a few comments had downvotes. But to be honest, for me, uh, first of all, I don't care it too much because I, I write so many comments per day that some are bounded to have downvotes, some also have upvotes. And some people really 
thank me and answer me for and thank me say sorry let me re rephrase that some people answer me thanking me <laughs> for for my comments so i think i'm really creating value uh, i told them that and uh, yeah they didn't get back to me yet I, and i i yesterday i returned answering comments and getting people because i need this for my business I'm a bit afraid that if they ban me, I can lose this really crucial source of uh, visits to my website. I'm not going to lie. But to be honest, it also does not make sense for me to use Indie Hackers if I'm not getting traffic. So, yeah, let's see. And, uh, yeah, I've still been writing some posts and, and get some traffic from, from the platform, which is nice. But, yeah, that happened. What do you think, actually? Let me know on Twitter. Shall I continue doing this? Am I on the wrong? Are they on the wrong? Are we both on the wrong? Uh, am I too spammy? Yeah, I would love to to hear your uh, your thoughts on that because um, yeah, you really matter to me. It's true. It's it's uh, really really true. So now let's go to the last topic of uh, today's episode. And I actually, while I'm talking to you, I just remember another thing that I might want to talk about. But let's start with the reaching 700 euros on uh, it's not MRR but it's um, it's what I was able basically to withdraw from my business my paycheck last month in July. This is crazy for me. This is such an achievement. 700 euros. It's it's already paying my rent and kind of paying my expenses too. Um, I think I'm actually spending around 1000 per per month uh but I, I could, if I wanted to, live with 700 bucks. Uh, I would need to reduce a little bit my, my lifestyle and everything. But I mean, this is already covering a lot. And, and now you're asking, but Tiago, your MRR is around 500. How, how did you make 700? Well, two people in the community paid for the whole year right away. So immediately I got 100 and something bucks from them, which is great. Then I sold um, almost 100 bucks with the guide. Remember that I created this info product, my first info product. So I sold 100 bucks out of that. And yeah, that all together reached the 700 bucks. Really amazing. Super excited. And then I, I shared this uh, with my family. And the first thing they said was like, yeah, Tiago, but that's not enough. <laughs> and that, you know, if you want to crash the soul of an indie maker, just answer answer them that if if they tell you their mrr and you say yeah yeah but that's not enough you don't even like praise them you just say this directly you will definitely crush their soul like for me i i merely went in a defensive and my way of defending myself is that yeah yeah i know i know it's not enough i know yeah i need to do better you know but no screw that i was actually thinking fuck this is amazing i'm making 700 bucks for my project something that i created no one told me to do this. I mean, this is something that most muggles, <laughs> let's say, the ones that are no indie, the, the known indies, they don't know even how to do this, you know, like how to make money out of, let's say, nothing. It, it was such an achievement. So what did I do? I tweeted about it. I, I, I shared my frustration with Twitter and uh, it blew up, actually. It got like 60 likes and a lot of people commenting so that really made me feel good and i also realized that this kind of tweets work <laughs> you know always thinking about business so i i tried to do a little bit more of this and, and sharing my my wins and frustrations so that i can keep on growing twitter and uh, yeah this was so cool one 
less positive aspect of it is that um, both Stripe and Buy Me A Coffee, the platforms I used to manage the subscriptions, they took a huge cut of my earnings. They took almost like uh, 8% or something, which was really, really annoying. Because uh, in the end, from the 700 bucks, I think I only got 680 or so, or even more. I think I paid like 30 bucks in 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 um, in this kind of fees to these platforms, which 30 bucks are actually three users, if you think about it. So I asked Buy Me A Coffee if they could reduce because they are taking 5% of, of my income, uh, of all the money I make. And to be honest, I don't need them because I can just use Stripe. So, yeah, I I was a bit frustrated with that and maybe I will change this and I will I will let you know. Now, the last topic of today's episode, I told you it would be a quick one. I created a really cool project called the called the lottery, indie lottery. It was I did it for fun. And uh, wait, I think I already told you this, right? Last episode I told you about creating this. I was watching uh I was, yeah, I told you about this, yes. I was watching um, Mr. Robots, a great series. And I got the inspiration from the series to to make this at uh, 2 a.m. And the lottery, basically, just for the ones that didn't listen to the last episode, you just insert your email and your product. And every day, I randomly select one product and send to the whole email list. So if you get gain the lottery, you, you get some attention. And yeah, so far 75 people, um, 75 people subscribed, which is great. I now have an audience of uh, you know, 60 people or 75 people that I can send emails to, and I hopefully I won't spam them too much. I will just send the products, and and now I'm also actually automating this process. So I'm using SendGrid, a great tool that allows you to send dynamic um, templates through email. And uh, I will automate the full process so that it will just keep on working. And uh, I will use this as a way to attract some attention to my brand. So, yeah, I think this is cool. It's a cool idea. Maybe it's not solving a, a huge problem. I didn't think too much about that. But at least um, it's something that, uh, you know, captures the attention of the peeps. Yeah, and that's basically it for today's episode. This Coming Thursday, there'll be such a great interview. I interviewed um, Kirill, is uh, is uh, actually a developer turned bootstrapper that uh, went both through the COVID pandemic and also, like all of us, I guess, and also through the, the invasion of Ukraine. He's actually living in Ukraine, he's Ukrainian, and we had a very interesting conversation about this whole journey and also about that part. And that part is not easy, easy to listen to, and I really feel privileged by being in Portugal and being safe. But I really think that you will enjoy that conversation this coming Thursday. Now, one thing that I thought about, about um, you and how you, the listener of this podcast, can contribute. So I know that becoming a member of the wannabe entrepreneur space is a lot. It's $10 and maybe you're just not interested in, in paying so much. And, and the merch, some people don't want to buy it and everything. But... I mean, you can still contribute to this podcast because I am not making any advertisement. And if you want me to continue doing this, it would really, really help to to get a little bit, a bit of your support. See it as a way of you investing in yourself because I'm doing all of these experiments and sharing them with you and interviewing people so that you don't have to do it, I guess. 
and uh, I thought on creating a Stripe link. It's kind of also my way to to test Stripe and to see if I can uh, not use Buy Me Coffee anymore. So I will make this for two dollars. It's only two dollars that you can pay me every month, and I will have the link on the description, and uh, you can just click and subscribe, and then uh, yeah, two dollars will be taken from your account every month and you know that you'll be supporting this podcast and uh, i mean two dollars like less than a coffee and uh, i don't know let me know if it's worth it or not if this content is worth it or or not those two dollars the link will be in the description and that's it for today's episode i will not bother you with all the other things you can do to support me that's the only thing and that would really really mean the world to me so this two dollars uh, link will be in the show notes of today's episode and that's it that's it for today's episode i have nothing more to tell you i will now continue working and then go to the beach this was another wannabe entrepreneur see you next time I'd like to bootstrap a company today hopefully it will not be a very long episode because I'm here in Lagos, the south of Portugal, and uh, I brought my laptop to work, but I'm also spending some holidays with my family. So I still want to go to the beach, at least in the afternoon. Let's see if I can make that happen. Lagos, by the way, is also becoming a very indie place with a lot of remote workers and indie makers coming here. It's very hipster, really nice. And as I told you, I'm used to come here every summer. And it's nice to see these kind of transformations in the cities where you see that cities are becoming more than just a a tourism place. And uh, there's people actually considering living here the full year. And because of that, there's a lot of uh, restaurants and industry developing. It's really, really cool. So yeah, in today's episode, I want to share with you a couple of interesting things that happened last week. I did some experiment with LinkedIn where I sent 50 cold messages and uh, yeah, I will let you know what are the results. I also had an interesting situation with the Indie Hackers website that I want to tell you about. And last but not least, I will also be speaking about probably one of the biggest achievements I've had so far, which was my highest paycheck ever on uh, since I started my indie making uh, journey. So I want to share all of this with you. Let's get started with today's episode. So as I told you, I'm always trying to come up with ways to get new visits on my website, people coming to my website. And if you remember the last uh, freestyle episode I did, I told you about my conversion rate, 1% for the community. And uh, I need 100 people coming to my website to get one new member in the community, which I mean, it does not seem a lot, but the way I'm getting users at the moment, it's been indie hackers, it's been Twitter, and it's a lot, a lot of work. I've been also trying SEO. Uh, Actually, I I kind of um, challenged myself in the month of July to reach 10 users per month coming from SEO, which I I didn't fully reach, but uh, it was kind of okay. I have an average of uh, six users per day coming through SEO and uh, because uh, I think I told you this because Peter Levels was featured on the first my first million podcast I got a lot of people 
coming and uh, searching for Peter Levels and finding my website, finding my interviews, and also finding the blog post I wrote about the lessons I learned from interviewing Peter Levels. And because of that, I got a lot of SEO traffic coming. And if you follow me on Twitter, I, I recently shared a post where you can see the huge bump I got on SEO because of that. But yeah, I've been working on SEO because I really believe that's the best way in the future to, to get users. And I have a great example with Changeit. My first project, and if you're an early or an old listener of this podcast, you definitely know Changeit. And now, because of one blog post in particular, I'm actually getting 100 to 150 people coming to my website every day without doing anything. So if you think about my conversion rate for the community, the WB space, which is 100 people, one new member. If I had this going, I would have about one new member every day without having to do anything. And that's definitely what I want to achieve. So I've been trying a lot with different blog posts and again, LinkedIn and uh, no, sorry, not LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn, this is actually what I've tried now. So Twitter and Indie Hackers. If it's not SEO, if it's Twitter and Indie Hackers, I need to spend a lot of time. About two hours per day, I spend basically creating content in these platforms. And I wanted to try something different. I wanted to try maybe a different target, try to see if I could get a better conversion rate. And if you remember my my interview with Killiam, he told me that he was able to get a lot of traffic from LinkedIn, a lot of paying customers from LinkedIn. And he back then used a lead generation platform that basically allows him to find a lot of people on LinkedIn and send automated messages. And I thought, okay, I don't want to pay for that platform by now, but I want to try it. I want to send 50 cold DMs on LinkedIn or connections, actually. How it works is that you send a connection and then you send a note with that connection. And when they accept your connection invite, they will get a message and they can answer you. So I basically went around and tried to find developers because I'm really convinced that there are so many developers out there with side projects that would benefit from the community that, yeah, I believe that they are my target users. So here's the message I sent to Sylvia, one of the 50 people I reached out to. Hey, Sylvia, how are you? Smiley face. I run a community for wannabe entrepreneurs, quote unquote. Most of the members are devs that want to make money from their side projects and we help each other get there. Is this something interesting to you? And that's it. Very simple, very to the point. I don't share any link. I don't want to be a spammer. I just want to ask if they are interested. So I sent this to Sylvia and to 49 other people, people from Spotify, people from, uh, I don't know, Meta, all these top tech companies. And uh, I want to tell you the results. Get ready. Dun, 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 dun. They were shit. <laughs> yeah, they were actually really, really terrible. From these 50 messages I sent, I only got actually three people accepting my connection. Uh, oh, I just noticed that one more accepted my connection. So four people accepted my connection, but no one answered. No one answered my message. I tried to follow up and ask them, if they had read my messages, by the way, this is a pro tip and uh, you you want to always follow up your messages. If people do not answer you in the first time, send the second messages and most of the time this works because I guess people just take you more seriously. They were like, okay, they really want my answer and they feel that like they are failing towards you if they don't answer you. So 
this is kind of a side note always always send a second message but yeah unfortunately it didn't work i know on twitter people were telling me that 50 messages are not enough but yeah to be honest even on my statistics i was, I was trying to see if i got a few people from linkedin in the last seven days uh, but no, not a lot of people came came to my website. Uh, oh, actually, I'm checking now. It's eight. Eight people came from LinkedIn, but I don't think they came from the messages. They just came from the posts that I share sometimes. So, yeah, that was my experience with, with LinkedIn. It didn't work really well. But uh, to be honest, I think that it's just a matter of just keep on pushing. And I still use LinkedIn as a way to, because I have a big network, as a way to just post sometimes about my projects and uh, it's probably a, a social network that i should explore more so i will let you know if i end up doing that now the second topic i want to speak with you about is what was it i kind of forgot oh yeah indie hackers indie hackers website oh this is this is an interesting one i would love to hear your thoughts on this so as i told you indie hackers is the best source of targeted users on my website. Every day I have people coming from Indie Hackers to my website and some of them end up converting. I can even tell you that uh, in the last seven days I got, let me actually see it here, 146 people from Indie Hackers. And of course that people that use Indie Hackers are Indie Hackers, which are my target group most of the times. So this is really, really great, great, a great platform for me to get users. And the way I do it, I have two main ways to get traffic from Indie Hackers. The first one is just sharing posts, writing posts about my journey. And this is something that takes more work and sometimes just doesn't work out because uh, I don't have enough upvotes or something like this. So it's a little bit connected with um, with luck if people see my post if people upvote it or not and then the other way which has been the best one i recommend everyone doing this is answering comments and plugging my community and my projects there so every day i scan indie hackers website and i try to see some interesting posts posts that i want to read posts that i want to contribute to and then what i do is i answer and i kind of plug my community for example if someone asks what is your MRR or how is your MRR been growing and I say well for the WB space my MRR started with 100 bucks and now it reached 700 something like this so I always say for the WB space or the WB members I try to introduce it like this for me I don't think it's very spammy especially because Indie Hackers allows you to do markdown so you you won't see the link you just see a highlighted word and then you can click at it on it, or you you can also not click. It's up to you. And a lot of people do click, so they they kind of are interested, I guess. So that that's been one of my main ways to get paying customers and and users to my website. Now, it's already the second time. It happened already a few months back, but now it happened again when a mod reaches out to me and says, "Tiago, some people have been complaining that you are kind of spamming. Can you please?" stop sharing your links while you answer your uh, your comments and and this time i was very honest uh, I, I i really like indie hackers i don't want to damage the platform but i told them to be honest the reason why i every day come to the platform and try to create value and create posts is also 
I also have a little bit selfish reasons. It's it's a business, right? So I want to bring people to my projects. I I told the him actually that um, the the moderator that I didn't think those were spam because a lot of people were clicking on it because uh, I never got any direct complaints and because I I really put some time in in writing proper valuable returns uh, answers. So he told me that he, he would need to kind of evaluate with the team to see if it, this was okay for me to continue or not. But he did say that uh, a couple of people reported me as spam and I do have some down votes on Indie Hackers. I never noticed that, to be honest. But actually on, on comments on Indie Hackers like Reddit, you can have down votes. And if you get minus down votes, then your, um, your comment is not shown anymore. And then I was actually checking. I saw that uh, a few comments had down votes. But to be honest, for me, uh, first of all, I don't care it too much because I, I write so many comments per day that some are bounded to have down votes. Some also have upvotes. And some people really thank me and answer me for... And thank me... Say, sorry, let me re rephrase that. Some people answer me thanking me <laughs> for, for my comments. So I think I'm really creating value. Uh, I told them that, and uh, yeah, they didn't get back to me yet. I, and I, I yesterday I returned answering comments and getting people because I need this for my business. I'm a bit afraid that if they ban me, I can lose this really crucial source of uh, visits to my website. I'm not going to lie. But to be honest, it also does not make sense for me to use Indie Hackers if I'm not getting traffic. So yeah, let's see. And uh, yeah, I still have been writing some posts and, and get some traffic from, from the platform, which is nice. But yeah, that happened. What do you think, actually? Let me know on Twitter. Shall I continue doing this? Am I on the wrong? Are they on the wrong? Are we both on the wrong? Uh, am I too spammy? Yeah, I would love to, to hear your, uh, your thoughts on that because, um, yeah, you really matter to me. It's true. It's, it's uh, really, really true. So now let's go to the last topic of uh, today's episode. And I actually, while I'm talking to you, I just remember another thing that I might want to talk about. But let's start with the reaching 700 euros on, uh, it's not MRR, but it's, um, it's what I was able basically to withdraw from my business, my paycheck last month in July. This is crazy for me. This is such... An achievement, 700 euros, it's, it's already paying my rent and kind of paying my expenses too. Um, I think I'm actually spending around 1,000 per, per month. Uh, but I, I could, if I wanted to, live with 700 bucks. Uh, I would need to reduce a little bit my, my lifestyle and everything. But I mean, this is already covering a lot. And, and now you're asking, but Tiago, your MRR is around 500. How, how did you make 700? Well, two people in the community paid for the whole year right away so immediately i got a hundred and something bucks from them which is great then i sold um, almost 100 bucks with the guide remember that i created this info product my first info product so i sold 100 bucks out of that and yeah that all together reached the 700 bucks really amazing super excited and then I, I shared this uh, with my family. And the first thing they said was like, yeah, Tiago, but that's not enough. <laughs> and that, you know, if you want to crash the soul of an indie maker, just answer 
answer them that if if they tell you their mrr and you say yeah yeah but that's not enough you don't even like praise them you just say this directly you will definitely crush their soul like for me i i merely went in a defensive and my way of defending myself is that yeah yeah i know i know it's not enough i know yeah i need to do better you know but no screw that i was actually thinking fuck this is amazing i'm making 700 bucks for my project something that i created no one told me to do this. I mean, this is something that most muggles, <laughs> let's say, the ones that are no indie, the, the known indies, they don't know even how to do this, you know, like how to make money out of, let's say, nothing. It, it was such an achievement. So what did I do? I tweeted about it. I, I, I shared my frustration with Twitter and uh, it blew up, actually. It got like six, 60 likes and a lot of people commenting so that really made me feel good and i also realized that this kind of tweets work <laughs> you know always thinking about business so i i tried to do a little bit more of this and, and sharing my my wins and frustrations so that i can keep on growing twitter and uh, yeah this was so cool one less positive aspect of it is that um both stripe and buy me a coffee the platforms i used to manage the subscriptions they took a huge cut of my earnings. They took almost like uh, 8% or something, which was really, really annoying. Because uh, in the end, from the 700 bucks, I think I only got 680 or so, or even more. I think I paid like 30 bucks in, 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 in this kind of fees to these platforms, which 30 bucks are actually three users, if you think about it. So I asked Buy Me A Coffee if they could reduce because they are taking 5% of, of my income, uh, of all the money I make. And to be honest, I don't need them because I can just use Stripe. So yeah, I, I was a bit frustrated with that and maybe I will change this and I will, I will let you know. Now, the last topic of today's episode, I told you it would be a quick one. I created a really cool project called the called the lottery indie lottery it was i did it for fun and uh, wait i think i already told you this right last episode i told you about creating this i was watching uh i was yeah i told you about this yes i was watching um mr robots a great series and i got the inspiration from the series to to make this at uh, 2 a.m and the lottery basically just for the ones that didn't listen to last episode you just insert your email and your product and every day I randomly select one product and send to the whole email list. So if you get gain the lottery, you, you get some attention. And yeah, so far 75 people um, 75 people subscribed, which is great. I now have an audience of uh, you know 60 people or 75 people that I can send emails to and I hopefully I won't spam them too much. I'll just send the products and and now I'm also actually automating this process. So I'm using SendGrid, a great tool that allows you to send dynamic um, templates through email. And uh, I will automate the full process so that it will just keep on working. And uh, I will use this as a way to attract some attention to my brand. So yeah, I think this is cool. It's a cool idea. Maybe it's not solving a, a huge problem. I didn't think too much about that. But at least um, it's something that uh, you know captures the attention of the peeps yeah and that's basically it for today's episode this coming thursday there'll be such a great interview i interviewed um kirill is uh, is uh, actually a developer turned bootstrapper 
that uh, went both through the COVID pandemic and also like all of us, I guess, and also through the, the, the invasion of Ukraine. He's actually living in Ukraine. He's Ukrainian. And we had a very interesting conversation about this whole journey and also about that part. And that part is not easy, easy to listen to. And I really feel privileged by being in Portugal and being safe. But I, I really think that you will enjoy that conversation this coming Thursday. Now, one thing that I thought about, about um, you and how you, the listener of this podcast, can contribute. So I know that becoming a member of the wannabe entrepreneur space is a lot. It's $10 and maybe you're just not interested in, in paying so much. And, and the merch, some people don't want to buy it and everything. But I mean, you can still contribute to this podcast because I am not making any advertisement. And if you want me to continue doing this, it would really, really help. To, to get a little bit, uh, bit of your support. See it as a way of you investing in yourself because I'm doing all of these experiments and sharing them with you and interviewing people so that you don't have to do it, I guess. And uh, I thought on creating a Stripe link. It's kind of also my way to, to test Stripe and to see if I can uh, not use Buy Me Coffee anymore. So I'll make this for $2. It's only $2 that you can pay me every month and I will have the link on the description and uh, you can just click and subscribe and then uh, yeah, $2 will be taken from your account every month and you know that you'll be supporting this podcast and uh, I mean $2 is like less than a coffee and uh, I don't know, let me know if it's worth it or not, if this content is worth it or, or not, those $2, the link will be in the description. And that's it for today's episode. I will not bother you with all the other things you can do to support me. That's the only thing. And that would really, really mean the world to me. So this $2 uh, link will be in the show notes of today's episode. And that's it. That's it for today's episode. I have nothing more to tell you. I will now continue working and then go to the beach. This was another wannabe entrepreneur. See you next time. Vamos à la playa, oh oh, vamos à la playa, oh oh.